Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic. What makes the best leaders so good? Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related. Today, no different. So I was recently driving a very, very long distance, and this was a Sunday, and recently traffic has not been bad because of the uh, pandemic and quarantine and no uh, people working and whatnot, but this was a Sunday. I wouldn't have expected it anyway. So I'm, I'm very far into a very long drive. I've still got several hours to go. I'm tired. It's a long day. I'm getting cramped. And uh, everything is smooth sailing. But then my GPS tells me and gives me a signal that there is traffic ahead. Traffic has come to a stop. And the road is closed. Now, I'm on a highway. so uh, And it's telling me to make a detour that ultimately would still elongate the time and stretch out the, my, destined, my uh, arrival time but it would shorten it otherwise if I'd stayed on this road. So bottom line, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, a whole bunch of things go through my head. Number one, okay, uh, how bad is this traffic really? It is recommending that I get off and make a detour into an area that I have no idea where I'm going to be and back roads and whatnot. Is it really going to save me time? And I'm also thinking, okay, well, what are the chances that a highway literally is closed? I mean, you know, maybe there's traffic, but it says this highway is closed. And um, it's telling me, you know, I've got to get off at the next exit. So I now have a really quick time frame because I'm still going at a pretty good rate. And I've got maybe less than a minute. I've got to decide, am I going to get off at this exit or I'm just going to take my chances? And um, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I... I think I'm going to take the chance. I'm just going to, you know, I don't necessarily think this traffic is is that bad. And I'm not necessarily that confident that the road is really closed. And I really don't want to get off the highway. And I don't know where I'm going and all this kind of stuff. So needless to say, I keep going. Well, about another five minutes goes by. And sure enough, I see the red lights and all the cars are slowing down and actually slowing down to a complete stop. And the road is closed. Because there is some kind of crazy accident uh, and we're not moving and there's no way to get off the highway at this point and there's nothing to do other than sit and wait for the road to then be reopened and the accident or whatever it is to be cleared. And I'm just thinking to myself, okay, this is a disaster. I'm really tired and frustrated. I want to get home. And here I am in this predicament that I feel like now I kind of willingly went into. I had the warning sign there, right? I I had the GPS told me exactly what was happening and what they said was going to happen. What it told me was going to happen actually did happen. I just chose not to believe it. So why do I tell this story? Well, I think it has a lot to do with just how we ultimately make decisions with our life in general. And it has a lot to do actually with leadership. Because for me, in that situation, I, even though I knew that path 
was problematic and potentially a disaster, meaning stuck and not moving, I still made the decision to keep going. And the only reason was because that known, that chance that I was taking on the known road where I know all the rest stops and I know what to expect and I can kind of, I don't have to turn the wheel, I just keep going straight and keep it on cruise control was much more comfortable and the risk that I was taking was still better than stepping into the zone of discomfort, which was to me just going off the highway and going into this area that I didn't know. I didn't know the streets. I didn't know the rest stops. I didn't know you know, how long it was going to take. Was it only going to save me a minute? Was it really going to be worthwhile? I would have to think and put my brain into active mode versus kind of be chilling and sit back and just stay the course. And for me, that was a bad decision, right? Even though I had the opportunity to get off the course, but we do that all the time, right? We actually many times don't trust our GPS, even though it tells us a shorter route. And the reason is because it's much more comfortable to stay on the road that we're on right now, even though we know there's another option that might save us a little bit of time. Just staying static is a lot easier than going through any kind of change whatsoever. So I think as leaders, we have to keep that in mind all the time. We are always fighting against the uh, comfort of static nature of life, right? Of just staying that, that, that path or not moving. It's comfortable, right? Versus something that's changed, even though we may believe that it's going to be better for us. So as a leader, the big challenge is how do we help ourselves in this case, in many cases, and other people make that change that we know is better for themselves. We know that's going to put them on a better path or a safer path or a quicker path. Whatever the case may be, it's ultimately going to come down to a really deep belief that the path that they're on is not going to get them where they want to go. So for me in that situation, if I truly knew for certain, and again, I convinced myself otherwise, but if I knew for certain that the road really was closed or there really was traffic, there's no question about it. I would have made the change. I would have gone off on the next exit. No, no question about it, right? But I convinced myself that the data that I was looking at was incorrect, so people do that all the time. Even though they're on a path that's not leading them in a good direction, they convince themselves that that's not the case. You know, I might be getting my blood pressure readings and I'm looking at really high blood pressure, but I kind of, I come up with an excuse or I convince myself that, yeah, it's really not that high, you know, and probably everybody's blood pressure is going up because of crazy times or, you know, maybe the machine is broken or maybe it's the white coat syndrome, you know, that my doctor tells me all the time. So the path that I'm on I'm convincing myself is better than in reality it is. And that's what I find is the biggest sticking point to people making drastic changes or even minor changes in their life that are going to put them on a better path. They just convince themselves that the path that they're on is actually going to take them where they want to get to, even though deep down inside they have some question or doubts or even actually know that it's not going to. So what I encourage you to think about is whether you're a formal leader or a parent or a teacher or leading yourself and you're trying to tr drive some sort of a change, it's got to be two things. If I'm working with somebody and one of my leaders or employees, I'm trying to get to, to embark in a new direction, I need them to understand the value of making that change and why that path is so important and what it will do for the organization and what it will do for them and what's that whiff a minute for them. But I also need to understand why we're making, them to understand why we're making that change to begin with. It's not just a change to make a change, but let me paint the picture. 
if we stay on this current path, here's exactly what is going to happen, right? If we stay on this path and continue down this road, this will happen, then that will happen, then that will happen, and that will happen. And I've got to actually be able to, to make these kind of sequential uh, pictures and, and paint that picture so that I clearly understand that that path is not going to lead us to where we want to get to. If I don't do that, then at some point, even if I start on that new path or my employee starts on that new path, at some point, they're going to remember all the good times of the old path and they're going to want to go back to their comfort zone, right? So it's not just enough to get off the exit, but it's committing and going down that new path, right? I've got it. I've got to make sure I'm committed. So I have to make sure I've painted the picture. That road is closed ahead. It's not going to work. There's traffic. That's not going to be the road that's going to make the most sense. You have to get off your current path. Okay, so my little driving experience brought to mind a really good leadership exercise of making sure it's not just selling the new path, but understanding why are we making the change? Why are we deviating from this very comfortable current path that seems to be working okay? Haven't had any traffic yet. The road hasn't been closed yet. Why would I want to make a move? That's part of a leader's job is to look ahead and see around corners and be able to make sure people in their organization understand the reason we're even at this point right now having this conversation. If we stay this path, here's what this is going to look like. I look at this time that we're in right now. If you're looking at the, or, re, or listening to this at a time at some point in the future, we're in the middle of quarantine right now. And this has shaken up businesses dramatically. So businesses now are forced, and I think in a really, really good way, to re- relook at the way they do business and look and force themselves into new directions. I know businesses that have changed their entire model, not just temporarily, but permanently, because this has forced them into an area that's uncomfort. It's forced them onto a different road. They didn't even have a choice, but now they realize, wow, you know what? This new road makes it a lot easier to do business. These new channels of doing business and virtual way of communication and all these stream, these things that have pushed us into a whole new creative zone to come up with all these new solutions to be able to adapt has put us in a, a really good sweet spot moving forward. And this, I think they'll look back and say, wow, this was actually one of, in a strange way, one of the best things that happened, at least for our business, because it did push us. We weren't ready to make that change and go down that new path. This forced us to do that. So amazing things happen when you disconnect sometimes from that current path that you're on and let yourself wander off. Otherwise, you stay that current path. Yeah, you're comfortable, but it leads you right into a road closure. And oftentimes, business leaders, businesses fail because of that. They're just so myopic in how they're looking at things that they don't give themselves that ability to to take a detour and head down another path that ultimately could get them to where they want to get to a little faster. So again, my experience on a Sunday in traffic uh, brought to mind a really cool leadership concept I thought I'd bring to you. So hopefully it was helpful. Uh, If you enjoy, make sure you like, comment, share. uh, Give me some ideas and thoughts and feedbacks on other topics you'd love to hear or challenges that your experiences as a leader of your organization or your family or your life. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to get some thoughts and ideas and we'll bring it to the next podcast. So thanks for joining. Take care. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.